Hey, it's Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. And this one recorded May 26, 2014. It was a Monday night. Eric Person in the studio with me. And we're talking about Sun Ra, playing Sun Ra's music. If you miss parts one and or two, go back and find them on your favorite podcasting app. Look for Deep Focus or come to the hosting site, mitchgoldman.podbean.com. Here's part three. Thank you. 
Well, that, sadly, is the way that one ends. Heartbreaking. Man, we were, we were swinging right along with it, weren't we? Oh, yeah. Here in the studio. Ah, uh, I Dream Too Much, one of Sun Ra's compositions. And uh, in that last set, we heard Prelude to a Kiss, mm-hmm. Mac the Knife, ah. Daydream, Blue Lou, and that one, uh, I Dream Too Much. And uh, it's a live recording from the WKCR archives of Sun Ra, the orchestra, in Schauburg, Bremen, Germany, June 24th, 1986. Um, you could call it an unusual set for the orchestra, but maybe every set they played was an unusual set. You, There was so much territory that this yep. band covered and uh, so many aspects of the tradition that they could play you know, it's a funny thing, this thing that you and I keep talking around of um, how to uh, – let me back up first of all. I introduced the music, our guest, Eric Person, <laughs> in the studio tonight. If you're just joining us, well, you missed a monster set from Sun Ra and the Orchestra, but uh, – and also uh, a lot of great insight from Eric. Eric Person, big band playing Wednesday night at Dizzy's at Jazz at Lincoln Center, two sets – 
and uh, seven seven thirty and, and nine thirty. Seven thirty and yeah. nine thirty Wednesday night. And uh, how do you? It's a the fine line between really inhabiting a genre of music and doing a pastiche of it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you have to be a discerning listener to find the the authenticity there that I find mm. listening to this to Sunra. I think they really can mm. inhabit that that music yeah. in a way that few could in mm. 1986. I don't think I don't think Sunra would allow you know those guys to play that music and not have it sound authentic. You know in the way that they're doing. I mean. I mean, we were talking about those guys lived together, so they were talking all, you know, talking about the music, you know, the, the goals of, you know, a performance and whatever. And um, and uh, since since he was connected to that through, you know, playing back in those those bands and Fletcher Henderson, you know, he knew exactly how to dictate to those guys phrasing and suggestions and different things and then when you have when you have the same guys playing your music for decades i mean i mean it feels great when you have just guys playing your music for one tour so just think about decades yeah yeah i mean you know what i mean you can you can write for that guy you know just like how duke ellington used to do and you know you you're given a lot of so much freedom to uh create and what are, yeah. maybe you could talk about the differences? I mean, a good uh, band made up of university music students, accomplished students, mm-hmm. could uh, they probably they might look at these charts and go, "Oh, that's simple. We could do that standing mm-hmm. on our heads." But it's not going to quite have the uh, nuance. Yes. What are what are those little nuggets that make the difference? Um. Listening, you know, listening to each other is, is real important. Um, and respect for the other guy sitting next to you, you know, um, to to want to connect with um, uh, him or her uh, to make the music better. That's real important. I mean, I know I, somebody be like, "Oh, come on!" I mean, that isn't that what everybody would do? <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> we were also. Off mic, while the mm-hmm. music was playing, we were talking about uh, Marshall Allen had that mm-hmm. great solo that seemed at the same time he's really playing this music in the tradition and mm-hmm. yet extending into the uh, outer atmosphere and um, maybe screeches you could talk through a and multiphonics. Bit. Yeah, I mean he was good at that. I mean he is good at that. I mean um, it's daring, you know, to to. Uh, it's daring to even just say, hey, you know, that's a D major chord. I'm going to play E flat over it. You know, so just to um, just to decide to um, take a, a totally another approach that's going to be, in in some circles, be seen as outlandish. Or it might even be hated. I mean, we, list, we heard the audience and they were, on that particular song, kind of gave a, a lukewarm kind of applause. And that was, that's because, who knows, it might have been a lot of people. Be, oh, that's uh, that's my song, you know. And then then they hear that 
in that version and be like, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got I, the sense it was a little uh, a little muted. It was a little muted. It was. Uh, it <laughs> but, was uh, I think it might be uh, a more traditional venue. Is my maybe sense so. Of it. And that, and that's cool. I mean, every 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 applause for every song doesn't have to sound like. Uh, Tom Brady just ran in the right. football for a touchdown. You know what I mean? It's like there's different variances, and you you take it in. You just say, okay, cool, whatever. Next song, you know, um, we gave it our best shot, or you know, that's that's how we do that. And maybe you guys didn't receive it the same way, but maybe next town, you know, right, it's, it right. was it was gigs that you know I played with groups where, let's say, this guy in the band, it was almost like, and this wasn't the case. He was getting all the house. He he was getting everybody just loved this guy's plan. And then the next town, it was like me. You know what I mean? And it wasn't him. Right. You know, it it sometimes it's just stuff like that. You don't know why. It's just, you know, right. But but anyway, um, uh, when I think about how he was playing uh, on that song, you know, I, I immediately think of me taking that approach how would it feel me taking that approach and i and i and i'd be like even that's a stretch for me you know <laughs> you know what i mean i mean it's i so i can i can admire that you know he's he he's that's his his way of expressing he he, mm. he, he mixed a whole it's like wearing the wearing a plaid shirt with a striped <laughs> suit well, well, and, it, 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 in that case you're like don't do that <laughs> but then there's one guy who'll be like wow I wonder if I could pull that off no <laughs> um yeah <laughs> yeah um that's good <laughs> but uh another thing we talked about um that we didn't share with the audience we were noting the harmonious blend mm -hmm. Yeah. Of hearing those, especially those woodwinds, very, very, uh, and I guess this is very consistent with going back to those territory bands, the woodwind heavy. Yeah. Um, and there are some great trumpeters that played mm -hmm. with Sunrise through the years, but um, this band very much uh, focused on the woodwinds, and there's always a preponderance of woodwinds, and that those guys just breathing together. Full-bodied. Mm-hmm. Nothing, yeah, they was, they, that's, that's a, that's a full-bodied, sax read section sound there you know you never saw the whole band come out and tune up together hmm. on the bandstand that was not this band hmm. yeah um i think that adds to the to the richness of i've that heard blend. i've heard different things about that yeah that um that you know it's almost like that extra thing it it's almost like another pitch in there, you know, instead of it just being like, we're both playing C's here, we got a C sharp in there, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that bad, you know what I mean? But it's, it does it does kind of add, in some cases, to um, maybe some of the fullness. In them. There's also, there's um, just a kind of confidence. The yeah. guys that, not that it has to be guys, but mm -hmm. often guys, that um, the great arrangers... Mm -hmm. You know, that and listening to Ellington's the classic to go back to, but it's in Gil Evans music. Mm -hmm. It's in, you know, the the rare echelon at that elk who seem to just 
live it and breathe it and have it in their heads and can hear it before they hear mm-hmm. somebody play those notes together. Yeah. And Sun Ra seems to have that. Mm-hmm. I was I was just reading something about Neil Hefty and and a, and a guy was saying that um, he was able to. Uh, he was just able to just write a whole score out without not even being by the piano, you know. <laughs> See, and I get, and it was this guy I can't remember who it was. He gave an example of just that, you know. He was like, I think he told him to write an arrangement of something for the next day or something. And he just sat down. He had the music there. He was like, okay, here's the bones. And okay, here's the trumpets, and he just went down the whole line. They, and he said that they they played his scores like with no, it would be like no mistake, almost like just like almost like Mozart was like dictating. Right. Yeah, yeah, those guys who or whatever. have it in their head. Mm-hmm. Neil Hefty, the bassy, and then became a yeah. great Hollywood scorer. Yeah, and uh, theme song writer. Yeah, yeah, Odd Couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, it's a lot of different levels of every kind of talent, but um, I mean, maybe everybody can't do that, and which doesn't lessen, you know, what they do if it, the end result is magnificent, you know. But having perfect pitch, and I, and I guess in that case, you know, is would lend you the the ability to do that, you know. Well, we could have put the focus on any number of different Sun Ra's. Sun Ra, the electronic innovator. <laughs> Sun Ra, the, the uh, textural reinventor. Sun mm-hmm. Ra, the uh, myth scientist. Mm-hmm. But uh, we found this fantastic set of the orchestra playing some music from the tradition that he came out of. And I do hope that you got to hear it because it was quite special. I'm going to give the rundown one more time of exactly who was in this band. In Bremen, June of 1986, Tyrone Hill, trombone, Marshall Allen, alto sax, flute and percussion, Pat Patrick, alto saxophone, John Gilmore, tenor and clarinet, Elo Omo, tenor and bass clarinet, Danny Ray Thompson, baritone sax, flute, percussion, James Jackson, baritone saxophone, and ancient Egyptian infinity drum. (laughs) Bruce Edwards on the electric guitar, Rollo Radford on the bass, Marvin Boogaloo Smith on the drums. And they ran through some fantastic originals of Sun Ra and also some of the greats from the, the, the moldy oldies that they brought new life to, East of the Sun, uh, Yeah Man, Prelude to a Kiss, a little Ellington in there, Mac the Knife, a little, uh, little Armstrong yeah. reference, and uh, really beautiful, beautiful set. And I'm putting the focus on that, uh, that great 20s, 30s music that... Mm. Sun Ra, there would be no orchestra without all that, even when they're extending into mm. other universes. It's, other realms. There's still that underpinning. So that was a treat. And that's yeah. music from the archives, unreleased. You won't hear it anyplace else. I don't even think Radio Bremen is still playing it, but they <laughs> did play it at least once, and uh, we have it in the archives from them. You are listening to Deep Focus on WKCR. I'm Mitch Goldman, Eric Person. So kind and generous coming to us tonight when you've got this very, very intense uh, focus of your own on the gig Wednesday night with the big band at Dizzy's at Jazz at Lincoln Center. 
yeah, two thank, sets. Yeah, thanks for bringing me up, matter of fact. I know oh. this was a last-minute call. <laughs> we've done last-minuteer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we have. We, we, we've done about, just about every kind of call for this gig, you know. Um, no, it was great. But if you don't mind, I'd like to turn the focus to what we're going to hear on Wednesday. Okay, cool. And now this is uh, music from your album, Thoughts on God, which yeah. was a project years, years mm. in the making. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I wrote this uh, this music back in 1984, finished in 85. You know, the, the basic melodies and forms and different things, and it was music that I always envisioned for a large ensemble. And, um, you know, through all my life's experiences, this music stayed in a uh, bin of, of music and, and I didn't touch it. And it wasn't really to a few years ago that um, I saw a lot of musicians getting funded through uh, Kickstarter. And I just said, you know, I just have a feeling that this is the time for this project. It wasn't just that, but it was just a feeling in the air that it, this, this project's time was here. So got it funded through Kickstarter and uh, recorded in March of 2012 and uh, did the first gig last year uh, at some uh, different churches and at the Blue Note. And we continue on. Uh, we're at the Dizzy's this year and uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's, uh, it's, it's very exciting every time to perform this music and, and just uh, the, the musicians who have been able to make every gig almost and uh, you know, I got most of everybody that's uh, on the record at this at this performance too. So we're excited. We're ready. Yeah. 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 You know what? How did you when you wrote this music? Did you did you write out long form or you had you had made some like multi track recordings on your own? Yeah. As I recall. Yeah, I was I was um, recording on a Fostex X15, which was you know four track recorder and uh it was some of my first recordings that I was doing uh in my um in my in my in my apartment at the time. And um and I I think, you know, uh, I was inspired by um a couple of different suites I heard at the time, one being uh Chick Corea's uh, uh children's songs. And I, and I just wanted to do my own suite of music, and I kind of thought of this this idea of thoughts on God, you know, and and so I worked on things uh, and recorded music for, like I say, a year and finished it up, and it just it just didn't. I really started thinking about quartet, getting gigs, you right, know, sure. what's going to be the easiest thing, and I, I wasn't very clear even on the in instrumentation that I was going to do. It wasn't really till after the funding of the project that I was like, okay, let's really just figure out everything we want to do with this and what's going to be best, you know. So, it's a it's a large vision. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, and it's. Um, and it, One it, that's continuing to to blossom and bloom, you know. Like matter of fact, um, we, we we're supposed to play at the Blue Note later in the year, um, and and my goal is to have at least five more new composition, not new composition, but uh, arrangements of some other songs of mine, and maybe at least one new Thoughts on God piece. So, so a lot of work. You yeah. Know? But it's, it's 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 challenging for me and, and to um, 
I listen to music differently since I've done this. I mean, it's funny. Uh, I, I realized some things about how I I um, create music and listen to music. Just uh, it's like I I hear things. I've always heard things multi layered, you know, but now it's like I can really visualize what I hear uh, much more clearer. I think you know, because because it's like if I'm I'll be somewhere humming something. And and I'll be very clear in my thinking, like, yeah, that's the bone section, and that's, and that sounds like the trumpet section. It's like more clearer for me, maybe just because I have this now at my disposal. Mm. You know, instead of being vague, like, oh yeah, I'm just I'm just humming a melody. Who's gonna play that melody? Oh, I don't know. It could be like a trumpet, or it could be me on sax, or it could be. Oh, maybe I could. Dub. It won't be that. It'll be. I'll be very much more clear about you know what I'm um, hearing you know what's being relayed to me in my mind so yeah i like i like that idea you know i can we listen to a piece yeah let's do that uh we're gonna look at we're gonna listen to uh track number six back to center and this is this fe- this features um myself uh Dwayne eubanks and uh on barry Sachs, scott robinson yeah. eric person big band playing wednesday night at Dizzy's, at Jazz at Lincoln Center, J-A-L-C, Jazz at Lincoln Center, J-A-L-C.org is the website. And uh, I think it might be slash Dizzy's, right? I think so. I think so, yeah. And um, you can can reserve tickets now. Uh, That's that's one of the best ways, because I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot of people down there. Every gig you've done, I've been to a bunch of the ones at the Blue Note, and you max it out. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I've been fortunate. So let's continue that trend. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is from the album Thoughts on God. Yep. Back to center. Back to center. Eric Person on WKCR.
person, our guest in the studio tonight. That's from the album Thoughts on God. And they're, of course, from Big Band playing Wednesday night. Jazz at Lincoln Center at Dizzy's. Sets at 7.30 and 9.30. Thoughts on God is a, that's a very provocative title. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure is a kind of title that uh, prompts some very varied impressions in different people's minds. One person's mm-hmm. going to take that one way and another person's going to take it another way. And how do you take it? Where'd that come from? Well, I mean, um, I, I, you know, I, I used to, uh, my grandfather and my great-grandfather, uh, you know, were all uh, ministers, uh, pastors of their own churches. And uh, I was raised in the church when I was younger, but I mean, it's, it's, I guess thoughts on God is something that runs through my mind every day, you know. And so I always say, like, you know, everybody has thoughts on God. So now you got a soundtrack for those thoughts, (laughs) you know. But, I mean, it's like, you know, you're right. Everybody's going to have some different ideas or their own personal ideas of who and what God is. And... um, I always had great thoughts, you know. So God gave me everything I have and obviously music. And so I guess when I was getting deeper and deeper into composition, you know, it was, you know, many, many years ago as I was, you know, just starting out. But I guess those, you know, thoughts on God was a a very prevalent, you know, idea in my mind. Um and something that has never changed in a sense, you know, but I guess in a way it's um, a way of giving back, you know, honoring your talent with who it really comes from, you know. So it's a it's a project that's going to continue to grow and blossom and it's really never going to stop, you know. It's, it's, I'll never not have thoughts on God, so... It's going to be something that's going to continue to fuel new music. You know? Are these thoughts that are thoughts beyond words and language? Is this uh, a way of approaching that? Well, um, I do have ideas for some some lyric based music. Hmm. So, um, matter of fact, I had a song, one song in particular that I wanted to that I debated for quite a while was whether I'm going to have a departure with this vocal song. I decided to wait, you know, for the next uh, release or uh, next gigs and then the next release. But um, no, I, I, um, I definitely want to express, you know, these ideas in, in vocally also. So that's, that's the idea in the future, you know. You still keeping the other bands going? Is, uh... Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, never stop nothing. <laughs> um, no, I, I you know I got my jazz quartet metaphor, and um, that that kind of switches off personnel depending on location and people's availability. But John Esposito, who's worked with me many years, piano player, great piano player. Yeah. Uh, he's he's still a very active, and we got some gigs this summer. And um, obviously this. Um, Rhythm section of Adam Klippel and Adam Armstrong and Shinosuke Takahashi. They 
they make up my other uh uh well they play in the thoughts and god big band but also uh, metamorphosis which is my electric stuff so so it's right now lot, man it's yeah a, got a lot of stuff going got a lot and then and then i'm i'm working told you offline uh i'm working on a my next cd which is a duo recording with uh shinosuke takahashi the drummer and uh it's very exciting very you know it's 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 funny man it's um i could keep doing quartet and quintet records and stuff like that but it's like when you step out of that and then decide you're going to do a big band it's like a whole another level of um challenges you know that's very dynamic and very exciting for me you know and then even in the opposite direction, you know, doing uh, a record with just duo with me and you know, Shinosuke is, is 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 very exciting, you know, yeah. and, and and very challenging. I, I have a I have a lot of thoughts going on in terms of what I want to present on those particular records, and it's it's always different and and challenging, maybe even more so than uh, just a quartet thing now, you know, because everybody's doing that. Many of the great saxophonists have done duet records with drummers. Yeah, there's quite a line of them. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's. Uh, I'm trying to put a stamp on it, my own stamp. Sure. You know that's, um, you know that people can. It, you know, and, and it's funny. Like um, after doing a lot of records, you know, quartet records and stuff like that. You know, sometimes I feel like, man, I wonder if people know my sound. You know, uh, you know, so particular things I do that maybe was covered up by so much in the band, you mm-hmm. know, and that's one reason to do a trio record or or a solo record or or a duo record is, is that now everybody can truly hear what you present, you know, not covered up by um, a loud drummer or or the piano being too loud in the mix or whatever, you know, so. Um, I feel that this is an opportunity to present another um, layer of mm-hmm. what I'm doing, you know. Eric Person Big Band is at Dizzy's at Jazz at Lincoln Center Wednesday night, 7.30 and 9.30. And all of this music is available at ericperson.com? Oh, yeah, ericperson.com. I'm all on CD Baby and uh, iTunes and... Uh, yeah, uh, Spotify, you know, Rhapsody, all that stuff, you know. But, yeah, we're out there. Eric Person, E-R-I-C-P-E-R-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. EricPerson.com. Eric. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you, man. Thanks, Thanks for Mitch. coming. Yeah, thank you. Always, always. It's always fun. It's always <laughs> – I always learn – I always learn, learn a lot from this. I feel like when I investigate, you know, another, uh, another artist's music in this – Forum, like on the radio, like we're talking, you know, you're asking me questions about their music and 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 my perceptions of what they're doing or whatever. I feel like I learn a lot. So it's it's always good for me. You know? Yeah, me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Right, let's p- pick another track from Thoughts on God. We'll OK, head on out. All right. So let's try. Um, hmm. <laughs> let's try. Uh, and then there was light. Uh, number two. Shortcut there. Eric Person Big Band from Thoughts on God. I'm Mitch Goldman. This is, has been, continues to be Deep Focus on WKCR FM New York. Mm-hmm.